Hey, Rajab. Hi, Ravi. How's it going? Good. We're finally here. We made it. We made it. I think the listeners should know that we waited a long time to start a podcast. We waited until it was like almost uncool, but now ironically cool again. Right. I mean, we are nothing if not ironic, edgy people. Yeah. Um, give the people what they don't want we, yeah nobody asked I mean maybe a few people asked but we just took that ask very seriously because <laughs> you know we, we always want to give people what they want absolutely we are at the end of the day solid people pleasers so for our first episode I think we should share a little bit about some new things that we've experienced lately Rajab, I know you recently had some an interesting experience. Do, do you want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So, I recently went to the dentist. In and of itself, it's not that interesting. However, I went to a dentist I found on Instagram, um, which was a totally new experience for me. I typically... You know, I am like a pretty a pretty solid consumer of things, of content. But okay. I didn't really think it would get this bad to where I'm making healthcare decisions based on what I see on Instagram. So how did here this, we are. How did this happen? Did you see like a dentist ad on your story or on your Instagram and you just click that? Yeah. Like I kept getting targeted ads for this like aesthetic Instagram dentist company practice. Were you talking uh, a lot about teeth in your everyday life? No, that's the thing. Um, okay. Maybe Instagram, like the algorithm, it's all knowing, right? Yeah, the um, algorithm. The Oh my god, Al Gore. If he, <laughs> what if he had data Al Gore? <laughs> Thank you for the internet. <laughs> Um, where would we be without him? Not here, for sure. Um, so, basically, I've actually been following this dentist for months. Okay. So, this dentist, I'm not gonna, like, say names. We're not sponsored. Okay. Um, Although, if they want to sponsor us, like, they should. Feel free. Yeah, feel free to reach out. Um, Nameless dentist, feel free to sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you'll know when you know, um, who you are. (laughs) as most I think like startups like bougie like influencer things start like New York or LA so this one started out in LA they opened a bunch of practices in New York okay um and then have started making their way out to like across the eastern seaboard so they have some in Boston and they had some in DC um and for the past few months I've been reading news about how they were going to open a clinic in my neighborhood, okay. which I was super excited about because, I mean, I feel like this is a normal, rational fear, but I'm kind of afraid of the dentist. Yeah. Um, You're always getting judged at the dentist. You, you never really, floss enough. It's always something. It's always something. So I was, like, afraid of that. Um, But, like, more so that I was, like, than me actively looking for a dentist like, Instagram sent me a dentist. So, like, when I saw that they were finally open, like, after six months, I was like, well, I guess it's time for me to make an appointment. So what made this, what's so special about this clinic? Like, what makes it worth following on Instagram? 
Okay, so their whole thing is that it's more than just, like, a normal dentist. They want it, they are aware of, like, this fear that people have of going to the dentist. Okay. That it's, like, a scary, like, judgmental place where, like, oh, right, okay. you, like, never do enough and it's, like, uncomfortable and things hurt. So basically, what they've done is try and make it into, like, an Instagrammable, Instagrammable spa experience. So it sounds like this place is targeted to people who are anxious, who are getting, <laughs> get stage right at the dentist. Yes, that and influencers. They actually, so they greet you. And so this clinic's, like, brand new. So they still have, like, grand opening, like, decorations and stuff up. And they, like, give you a tour, quote unquote. Okay. Um, it's, it's like a two room like front front area like there's not much of a tour to be had regardless um so you have the the lobby area and then right off the lobby they have what they have like a brushing studio okay it has it has like this very aesthetic wallpaper a neon sign it's flipped so that when you're in you're brushing your teeth in the mirror like, or you're looking at the mirror, you can actually read the sign properly from, like, when you're, br- like, while you're brushing okay. your teeth. And also so that you can take selfies, like, oh, okay. with the sign in this room. And, like, this was, they weren't hiding it. It wasn't, it wasn't something that, it's, like, not, coinc- like, coincidental. The clinic manager explained all of this to me. She's like, feel free to take as many selfies as you want here interesting so it's all designed to be instagrammable and to post wait so you but are you brushing your own teeth by yourself i thought you went to the dentist aren't they supposed to do that for you okay i was wondering about that too like they what were you like, you're wondering did you not have an appointment like that i'm here for a no, cleaning you just no, showed up and they're like, like enjoy the ride <laughs> no apparently they're like oh if you want to like clean up before i was like i was okay. like no i brushed at home but I was what I was like is this new in dentistry like listeners if you have any feedback or like recent experience with the dentist please let me know if you were also asked to brush your teeth before getting your teeth cleaned at the dentist at the dentist yeah okay so when do you what happens after you brush your own teeth <laughs> so then you wait for your hygienist to come back okay or to come get you you go to the back it does look very aesthetic like they have their color scheme is like very like natural wood, sage green, like very like peaceful spa retreat. Vibes. Okay, so you're not getting that usual stage fry of being at the dentist. No, yeah. but I will say once there's only so much you can do to like make it seem like you're not at the dentist. Yeah, when you get into like the exam room, you're at the dentist. You're at the there's dentist. a dental chair. There's lights. Like they have the tools. There were some things, though, that I did enjoy. They gave you, you had a choice of sunglasses uh, that you could wear to uh, during your eyes so that the light, like the overhead lights, like don't burn your eyes. Were the sunglasses like sponsored or like Ray-Ban or something? They were. They're Warby Parker. Oh, my God. Also not sponsored by Warby Parker. Although if you want to sponsor us, please let us know. Okay. So basically um, every level of this experience is branded. Yes. Okay. They give you uh, noise canceling headphones that you can wear so that you can watch TV while your teeth are being cleaned so you can avoid knowing what's going on in your mouth and like, you know, 
okay, yeah, we're all about delusion these days. Right. And not so, knowing what's happening in our current reality. Exactly. It's like the ultimate form of escapism. They said, if you can't hear this, it's not happening. Yeah. Hear no evil. Uh, exactly. So I got to watch a full episode of uh, No Reservations with Anthony Bourdain, R.I.P. It went by super quickly because, I mean, I if to me, it felt like I was just like like watching tv i mean to be fair like i am simplifying a little bit i was very aware that like my being worked on because um, good i was gonna say what kind of headphones are these that you can't feel your mouth (laughs) Um, but overall i think it was like a pretty pleasant experience for someone who had dentist anxiety. Do you think you're gonna um take more healthcare decisions based off instagram ads now since you had such a good experience you know that's actually something i've noticed i get a lot more healthcare related ads on media now yeah you know based on like quote-unquote like the algorithm yeah they've seen that i actually did follow through on an on a targeted ad yeah i mean maybe instagram should just completely lean into this and just put like insurance plans in their little shop tab <laughs> and that way you can just put together all the different like better health or like all the different services that are instagram to you care of vitamins right have the instagram healthcare. i mean that's something i would hate that's my nightmare but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i want to get your input on this ruby like as a subject matter expert like what are what listening to all of this like how do you feel? I mean, I don't know. I feel like you like you got your teeth clean and you like the experience, right? And you otherwise maybe were avoiding the dentist. Yeah, like I will say that I wasn't actively, actively looking for a dentist. Yeah. For this. It's kind of like, um, it, it sounds like your experience, they just turned like getting your healthcare into like a playground and like a fun activity. And maybe that just, like, feeds into, like, millennials always need to being, like, pacified and stuff in some way <laughs> to, like, hashtag adults and hashtag adulting. But, I mean, usually I'm, I hate every part of, like, healthcare being, like, aesthetic and Instagrammable. But that goes on to some more deeper issues I have with just the way things are set up, systems, etc., Mm-hmm. But I think if you had fun with it and you got to watch TV, I mean, that's the goal, right? Do as much as you can while laying down and watching TV, especially Anthony Bourdain. Absolutely. At the end of the day, like, that so, is the goal. In the nature of this podcast, if I were to shut off my brain and just use, like, purely vibes, you got to take pictures, you got to, like, watch TV and get your teeth cleaned, and you want to go again, sounds like a good experience. We don't want to spread misinformation here. So actually, we don't want to make an error in our first podcast. <laughs> just, just, just go to the doctor. So we're going to have our first ever segment on this podcast. Rajab presents animals. Um, this is something Rajab's closest friends know is a new um, passion. If I, if I, infatuation. Um, random thing that she can't stop posting <laughs> about that she's interested in. And I just want to ask Rajab just to get us started and kind of intro people who don't have the privilege of knowing your inner thoughts what made you interested in randomly looking up animals and posting their pictures yeah so I mean it's just very random one day I was thinking about the eye eye um I don't know why 
I don't know. Yeah, I, there's no real thought behind this. <laughs> okay. Um, human brain never used. Human human brain never used. The thought of the II popped into my brain, and it turns out my sister didn't know what an II is. She yeah, I don't know what an II is. So I obviously for the listeners. Say, um, for the listeners, the II is a small marsupial marsupial animal that has the scariest eyes you've ever seen. Oh, um, it's very aptly named, like the I.I., although I.I. starts with A's in both, not E's, um, if okay. you want to look it up. Um, it's truly terrifying. Rubby, I don't know, Rubby, do you want to do a live react? Let me okay, send you. Okay, yeah, sure. Let you can send me an I.I. <laughs> so you just, had the, you just had this thought of an animal come to your brain, and then you asked your sister about it. And she had never heard of it, and I really needed her to know. Um, and so when I realized that maybe not everyone knows what an I.I. is, like, I realized it was my responsibility to educate the youth of today. Okay. Um, I think this is really important information that the um, the systems have not, <laughs> like, properly enlightened us. Oh, my on. God. <laughs> so I just saw the picture of the I.I., I would describe this as um, um, your greatest fears, <laughs> but like if it was, if your greatest fears were kind of colorful at the front, those eyes, I can't stop staring at them. You have like this bat, like Zabumafoom, is that, is that what that show was? <laughs> like type animal with like yellow eyes and black pupils, not pupils, <laughs> pupils staring at you. So this, this image randomly came in your mind one day. Yeah, it did, and I thought America, the world, needed okay. to know about the II, and it was my responsibility to make sure that people, you know, I'm not going for in-depth knowledge here. Okay. Um, you really just need to know its name and where it lives. So since then, you've been posting and sharing with your friends, like, just random animals and saying where they're from. And so do these animals also just pop in your head or do you research them? Or I think the people who are on the receiving ends of these pictures kind of want to know what is your process? Yeah. So the process is I uh, Google weird animals (laughs) and I pick one to highlight. Okay. (laughs) Just Google weird animals. Correct. Animals that not everyone would know. Okay. Like, I'm not going to highlight a dog. I'm sorry. Everyone knows what a dog is. Yeah. More or less. <laughs> Who knows less? I'm, I, I'm trying yeah, to be. We, yeah, true. We, we want, again, we want to make this podcast accessible to everyone, even those <laughs> who don't really know what dogs are. Okay, so you look up weird animals and you post them. And, like, what has been, like, the reception you've been getting? And why do you want to bring this? Why do you want to bring this to the podcast platform and expand your reach? Right. I think for the first time ever, I'm actually really explaining. This is an exclusive, Rubby. Like, okay. no one no one has this level of insight into okay. why I've been doing this. Yeah, um, even I'm learning. Partially, it's because, yeah, I want to educate the people. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I also think it's just really funny. Yeah. Um, I mean... Because I post, I post no context. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a picture and where it lives. I don't mm-hmm. even include the name. <laughs> yeah so you're kind of like making people wonder you're like planting a seed in people's minds getting their brains working because just in case they also haven't been using theirs i will say like this 
I consider this to be performance art. I mean, I would say I receive these images of these like strange animals. And I do think like, you know, what is this? It really sets my whole day in another direction. What you're providing for your audience is something they are not getting anywhere else. And that level of mystery behind why did she post this? What is this? Is an essential part of like making our day. Thank you, Rubby. It's really great to hear like such supportive (laughs) words in my creative endeavors. Okay. So today, and like what we want to have in our podcast is a reoccurring segment where you can share this with more people. So how do you want to structure this? For especially for people who aren't, we can share with them a visual aid, but let's say, how are you going to lay out for the people? So, I mean, I'm going to give you, I don't want to like create any disparities or like levels um, in accessibility of this information. So I'm going to provide more or less the same amount of information as I do on Twitter. Today, I am going to talk about the Dumbo octopus. In the grand scale of the octopi that exist, I think the Dumbo octopus is very cute. She is little. Um, she has little ears that look like Dumbo, which is why the She's genus so is called the Dumbo octopus. Fun fact, there are many different species, which is why they can't actually be, p- be pinpointed to a single geographic location. But I'm making a generalization here. If anyone who's located within the continental United States mm-hmm. wanted to find a Dumbo octopus, mm-hmm. your best bets are Oregon or California. Woo! However, they are found across two different oceans. Uh, you can find them in the Atlantic or the Pacific. If you're in or around another ocean, I'm so sorry, you probably won't find one. But that's the Dumbo octopus. Okay. She's cute and she lives a lot of places. <laughs> okay, thank you, Rajab. Um, you ha- I have exclusive access to an image right now. <laughs> um, and it's very cute. It just looks like a yellow. She looks like a small yellow, like, beauty blender. <laughs> with, like, beauty blender and the tentacles like, are very small. with legs. Yeah, very squishy. So yeah, I think what we want this segment to be is about like sparking creativity, wonder into people's minds and hearts. So go, you know, while you're listening to this, go ahead and open your browser and look up Dumbo Octopus and maybe we'll even share an image that you can reference. And I think in the spirit of this segment, what we want people to know is always, always, always bombard your friends with out of context facts. Absolutely. You You never know where it could lead you. Yeah. The less relevant it is to today's society, the more important it is that you send these funny things to people. Because, you know, we're always overstimulated with discourse. We need to see some randomness. Down with discourse. (laughs) Down with discourse. (laughs) All right. Thanks. Thanks again, Rubby. Thanks. We'll see you soon. Bye. 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 We're still recording. So one of the reasons we really started this podcast was that we really think that we, for Job and Rubby, should have an instrumental role in determining uh, cultural trends. Um, Mm -hmm. We bring unique experience. Yes. um, Have exquisite taste. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so to start a, to start showing our influence and sharing our influence with the world, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be talking about what we consider to be in and what we think is out. So, Rubby, I know you have some ins and out ready to go today. Yes, thank you, Rajab. Um, so, for this current time, February 2022, which I'm not even going to, going to go into how fake this year sounds, but um, my first, what I would say right now in this current moment is in is the mute button. Oh. So, as someone who is perpetually online i just i'm all there's i've tried everything to like get off my phone and get off social media but you know what like i'm just on it and i'm on it forever so what i think is in if for people who are like me is to just like shut off everything that you don't want to see so that means mute annoying people mute words i muted julia fox like three weeks after (laughs) not three weeks three days after she was like everywhere i'm like I saw that picture, a picture of her. I'm like, I have no idea who this is. And I don't have the brain capacity to see who this is. My brain is a sponge. I will absorb every single thing I see. I will open every link. I will, I will go on the trending tab and I'll <laughs> flip wow. through every single thing. Yeah, it's a problem. That sounds so awesome. I need to... <laughs> okay, you're saying this like you're not online. <laughs> no, I... I don't need this judgment. <laughs> So I need to use mute the mute button. I think it's healthy. I think it could save friendships. Like if you have a really good friend or some a family member who you truly love, but like you just like can't, you don't need to see what they do in their everyday life. Maybe that's too much for you. Use the mute button. And that doesn't mean you're like defriending them or you don't like them, but it just means like, you know, let's, let's make it the space a little healthy and normal for you. Because honestly, as human beings, I don't think our brains were supposed to absorb the amount of information we absorb i also use the mute button on like most um commentators where i don't like what they're saying and like they're just saying their tweets makes my blood boil and i really don't want to be like a hate quote tweeter anymore i don't really want the energy in my life and i can't help myself when someone says something dumb i need to correct them to me i need something dumb to me allegedly supposedly <laughs> Which, uh. if you think it's dumb, it's dumb. You're the expert. <laughs> Wait, so, yeah. I seem like I was calling you dumb. What I mean is that you are very smart. And therefore, you know what dumb is. Yeah, so. but anyways, the mute button is in, okay? You know, as we know, Twitter is all about mental health and, like, pseudo-sociology. So, I would add this in there. I think this, the mute button is efficient every way. Every everything, all the problems you have, if you're perpetually online like me, but you want to make it a safer space for yourself, just like control what you see. Uh, you can do this on TikTok too. You can, if people don't know, you can press down on a TikTok and say, I'm not interested. I don't want to see this. You know, if the algorithms are studying our minds, our patterns, what we're looking at, then we might as well train them to do that because they're not going to stop. Train them to see what we want to see. So anyways, what's in is the mute button. Rajal, I don't know if you have any last comments. Um, I did want to say that it sounds like Julia Fox was (laughs) your muse here. (laughs) I mean, she was Joff Safdie's muse. (laughs) 
No, Julia Fox isn't my most recent victim, but <laughs> it's this is something that started a long time ago. Gotcha. Um, and then for my out this um, episode, I want to say millennials are out. Oh, hot take. As yeah. So as as a millennial myself, like not to age myself, but I am starting a podcast. So that I think that's the first dead giveaway that I'm a millennial. I think millennials like all of our jokes, everything we have to, all of our jokes are about the office, like not the show. Yes, the show, but also like office life and like email culture. We can't, we can't stand that there's another generation coming up and that we don't understand them and that they're cooler than us. And that bothers us. And I used to be pro millennial and agree with my peers that we're we are wrongfully targeted for being the downfall of every industry. But now that I've come to the other side, I'm starting to accept my new role and listening in um, early 2010s music and looking at my younger family members and saying, you know what, they just don't make music like this anymore. And I think we should all just accept our place in the current society that, you know, we're out, we're not cool. I mean, look at the Super Bowl halftime. I personally did not watch it. <laughs> yeah, I can tell why you're silent. <laughs> but I mean, like, if you think the Super Bowl halftime is cool, then you need to be doing yoga for back pain. <laughs> <laughs> and so millennials, we're out, okay? And that's fine. It's fine to be out. I mean, it's a lot. It takes a lot to stay to be in. And if we're out right now, we're out. Right. Um, listeners, please feel free to not send any um office related memes <laughs> um any slytherin comments <laughs> anything that could be considered millennial do not slither into my dms yeah, with your office. yeah do not sl- oh my god do not <laughs> slither into rubby's dms to send her hate um she's in her opinions are valid and <laughs> heard thank you for creating this safe space where i can publicly shame my own community but I'm just, uh, yeah, someone had to say it. Someone and if that to... someone is me, let it be me. Thank you for taking one for the team, Rubby. You're welcome. Rajab, do you have any ins and outs that you like to share? Um, mine are not quite as um, meta or, like, thoughtful as yours. Okay. Um, my ins, or sorry, I'm going to start with an out. Okay. My out is Love is Blind, season yes. two. I'm, I'm sorry. I am sorry. Like, if Shake is the representation <laughs> that we're getting for brown people on TV, like, take it back. Like, I don't want to see it. Yeah. Like, no more. I'm. So- uh, this is my opinion about specific brown men. That's my opinion. <laughs> um, no more corny brown men. Um, on TV, please. Um, I do have a related in, in is Love is Blind Japan. Interesting. Um, So thoughtful. Um, You can tell that the people there are all very sincere in their goal. Um, I felt like over the last nine episodes, uh, the last two episodes have yet to be aired. Um, You see people develop actual, like, real relationships. Um, It doesn't seem like people are there for... Uh, clout or for Instagram followers. Yeah. Um, although, you know, that's, I'm sure some of them are. Um, but overall, I think it's a lot more palatable than Love is Blind. Well, there's, 
Yeah, there's basically, I mean, I, I would agree with your out. There's no one to root for in Love, and, Love is Blind season two. I mean, I'm rooting for Deeps just to right. be happy. Like just, justice for Deeps. Yeah, she Justice for so Deeps. Much. I mean, Love is Blind season two is really a show about, like, would you marry the person you hate the most in the world? <laughs> and it's like, and I think the I mean, how could... going to be yes. No, and it's like, you know, you could just not. You could just not like if you if you're not ready to be married. Like I can't imagine like getting ready for your wedding day and having anxiety that if the person's gonna say yes or no. And also like I don't know. It just like the love it watching Love Is Blind season two makes you not believe in love. I'll say it. Wow. (laughs) So yeah, and that's not something we want. So for that, we're pro believing in love. Love Is Blind season two out. Out. Um, whereas I will say Love is Blind Japan does like I feel like I still believe in love um, that's good. the relationships I've seen develop on that show that's so, great yeah I highly recommend that anyone who is deeply uh, disturbed discouraged hurt by uh, Love is Blind season 2 by Shake specifically go watch <laughs> Love is Blind Japan okay Thanks for job for that. I think I'll start watching Love is Blind Japan because I'm all those things you just listed about Love is Blind season two. Yeah, no, it'll be a great, uh, the episodes are pretty long. They're like an hour plus each. Okay. So, uh, it's about 10 hours of TV, but you'll get through it eventually. Okay. <laughs> all right. I think that brings us to the end of the first episode of wow. Human Brain Never Use from um, I feel really excited. I will say that having a po- starting a podcast is very difficult, and I stand with my fellow podcasters. Um, but it was fun. Yes, I concur. I can one hundred percent now see how this is a full time job for people. So, uh, respect to full time podcasters, respect. even though most of them are millennials and they are out. Respect to full time podcasters that we like, not the problematic ones. <laughs> exactly only the ones we like yeah um but i just want to say this podcast is basically born out of me and rajab just wanting to have um fun it's a no budget podcast it's one we're making as friends for our friends to share with their friends so definitely even if you if you so much as press play on this podcast please leave a five-star review yes (laughs) and reserve all any and all critical comments to yourself we are not emotionally no we are not emotionally stable enough to receive critical comments from regarding for fun regarding this podcast or any other thing (laughs) (laughs) we're just giving you we're just letting you know about us but we've had a lot of fun making this and we hope you have a lot of fun listening to it if you have any suggestions for future topics or things you'd like me or adopt to cover if you're I'm someone that we know, a friend that wants to join and share anything of your expertise, what's going on in your chaotic minds, reach out to us. But yeah, we hope to keep this going. 100%. Retweet to everything Rubby said. Retweet. At the end of the day, retweet. Yes. That's that's the uh, plot. Uh, <laughs> okay. You can cut it after. Uh, yeah. Tweet. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you.